2: So we're back again this week with another episode of this motherfucking show. Mm-hmm. I, um, forgot that I do quotes at the beginning of these. <laughs> Had a week off. And so I completely forgot that that's one of the things that I do. Um, So you get a break this week from the quote life. I thought that, you know, I would bless you with a song instead, but I'm also, you know, I'm resting my vocals. Oh. Um just in case Carlos Santana decides to judge me for not being <laughs> a sing singer one day. <laughs> although she plays the guitar, but it's fine. And... I mean,
3: and and Beyoncé out sang you when y'all was on stage
2: together, girl. I mean, you know, it's just, it's totes. It's totes okay. Um, Lord, it's okay that right. although that's Adele right. is a singer in your mind, she was standing the entire night. It's okay mm-hmm. that, you know, we might as well name the twins Maria and Maria because I'm sure that they can both play the guitar better than you. I just, it's all okay in my mind. Oh, we doing the reads first? And I'm, allowed, I'm allowing you to have your opinions because you're a legend in your world and respect your elders Hmm. but don't ever try it again girl now uh, this um oh i am kim possible
3: (laughs) okay and i am rutina wesley
2: and this is the read. That's now, I right. was going to ask you when you started watching True Blood, and then I realized Queen Sugar. Yes. Because I'm just used to hearing her name associated with True Blood, but then I forgot that she slays other things as well. So. I was
3: really thinking about that show because, first of all, the Image Awards were um, last week, and they won, I think, for Best Drama or something like that. But because I read some story online that said Kofi Siriboe has a crush on Issa Rae. What? Yes. Remember, I don't know if you saw these tweets, but last week he was saying, you know, I love black women. They're no, everything. No, I remember
2: hearing this, something this about was, this. I remember hearing about So after, part.
3: right. So after that, a few days later, I guess somebody talked to him. I don't know what the the reference was and I probably should have Googled it, but I just saw like... Some blog post that was like Kofi Sirbo says that like Issa Ray would be the perfect type or Issa's gorgeous or he has a crush on her, something like that. And I was like, this bitch just does not stop winning.
2: Take that fucking Lawrence.
3: Man, let me tell you something. If he Issa got a man, I hell. know he shook. Like, wait a minute, nigga.
2: I've been here. Because that's a that fine
3: that young tender right there.
2: They're both gorgeous. Okay. Congratulations to everybody who was, you know, over there collecting yeah. awards at the Image awards Mm -hmm. this past weekend of course you know our good friend Marseille is still just
3: flawless little girl (laughs) she's just not gonna stop winning i'm so excited for her career and everything with that child she's just brilliant
2: um okay well speaking of which black excellence this week um i am going to give it to lovey who (gasps) oh yes Um, If you don't know, I don't know where you've been, but she's got a New York... Is it New York Times bestseller? Mm -hmm. Okay. Her bad bitch book, (laughs) I'm Judging You, which is all over the place. Um, It was just announced that she's got a deal with Shondaland Mm -hmm. to adapt the show into... Or adapt the book into a show. So... How
3: fucking dope is that?
2: (laughs) Amazing. I don't know i don't know if this is going to be a tgit thing i feel like tgit is so drama focused mm-hmm. this feels like it would be like a comedy maybe a wednesday night mm-hmm. or like a, some other but it definitely has to be a comedy obviously right but that's I'm just exciting. looking forward to
3: write i mean to have anybody develop your book is amazing but shondaland nigga your first book nigga and you're new york times bestseller author you better get it bitch <laughs> So, Major, congratulations
2: to her for that accomplishment. And I can't wait to see the show. Um,
3: People were talking about it, and I was like, yeah, you know I hosted her book release party. Yeah, I know you
2: did. (laughs) But you hosted Issa's.
3: I know, right? I did
2: host Issa's. both Damn. of them before the show maybe you hosting people's when book release you put out a book bitch parties. you better book me so look bitch <laughs> if you're you publishing a book bitch you need to send Crystal an email to host you your book do. release because Clearly. from there
3: this <laughs> the sky's the fucking limit no I mean, but congratulations lovey that's everything girl
2: and shout out to Shonda for keeping her black ass ear to the streets mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying her and up. that team and getting people in there and putting magic on television so congratulations and to you. shout out
3: for this season of Scandal because I cannot I get enough girl i am loving it A
2: scandal how to get away with oh
3: how to get away with shmurda is killing me Every, i can barely watch it my
2: god i can the barely even watch it so good and i'm just gonna say it you know what i will give you one more week but that death took me like that yeah. i'm still hurting <laughs> i am still hurting mm. I understand
3: <sighs> my god do you think wes is really dead
2: I mean, you just said it. Like I, I purposely said that oh. I will wait till next week.
3: <laughs> but uh, you know what? But there's, I, I feel like there's a lot of controversy over whether that's just Shonda and them fucking with us.
2: I mean, they showed this mangled body. So did he create?
3: I'm just saying, you never know.
2: You really never You're do never know. But I mean, know. that was a dead body, it, and they it had it, it a did. memorial. <laughs>
3: If you like that show, then you have to know that West died by now. Like, it's just no way you're a fan it's, of the show and don't it's know It's
2: pretty that. dead. Girl. Right. <laughs> We're just trying to figure out why. I'm
3: just saying. I'm just saying. This bitch be having me on the edge of my couch.
2: Now, I personally believe in my heart of hearts that it's that crazy ass single black female hating ass heifer. You think so? That yes, it's her. <laughs> she's thirsty. She wants to be Annalise Queen Ting. Okay. And she's coming for her. She knew the whole gag of gags backstage, mm-hmm. and she killed Homeboy and knew to set it up yeah. on in least. That's why when they were like Oh, but she, you know, he died before the fire. He was dead or whatever. And then homeboy Nate came in because I originally thought it was going to be Nate on that platter. Yeah. And she knew that it we was, thought that yeah. because when he came into that room and looked on the thing or whatever, they did this dramatic shit before they showed you that it was him See? and he was still alive. I said, Oh, Shonda Peter, everybody at that <laughs> fuck ass show, I can't stand you bitches. And then they unzipped that shit and it was him. I was devastated. Damn. I know it was her. She took his man. I mean, she took. And least man threw <laughs> her in right, jail right. and now the body is missing?
3: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The body is missing.
2: They better push that hoe off a balcony like they did Homegirl from last season. But
3: that's probably just part, well you know what, never mind, let me get, not get too deep into it for those of you who haven't seen it, but yes, Shonda's killing it. So, congratulations, lovey, because this is definitely a major move.
2: Now I'm just ready for a designated survivor to come back because I caught up on that and it is so good. See, I still need to. I heard that the DNC is apparently trying to get it like condemned or whatever. Oh,
3: yeah.
2: <laughs> they said that apparently it's too much like the FBI Real directors, life. actual shit. <laughs> and so I'm like, well, look, bitch, that show's too good for y'all to be I don't care about all of that. Okay, the whole fucking country is a piece of shit right now. Right. At least let me have my stories.
3: All these shows are too much like the actual government veep is too much like the actual damn house of cards
2: scandal each and every (laughs) all
3: of these shows are super dramatic and messy and full of people who should know better just like our federal government
2: saturday night live
3: oh and they are i mean i'm certain that it's like a mixture of like being horrified by this president and also so thrilled because the material he provides them they must be rewriting sketches every day
2: i said that this presidential campaign and the political climate that we're in today is the greatest thing that's happened to Saturday Night Live in many years. Oh, it years. really is. That Melissa McCarthy sketch. The Sean Spicer
3: she... thing? <laughs> I know. Her and that it lace front. It was brilliant. Took. It was so fucking good.
2: It was so spot on. Yeah. And, uh, it anyway. hasn't
3: been this good since Sarah Palin. and uh, Tina Fey and did Tina Sarah Faye, Palin, yeah. It has not been this good since then. So,
2: um, Oh, I also wanted oh, to mention Lord. as a part of Black Excellence that apparently um, for Black History Month, AMC Theaters is uh, showing Hidden Figures for free this weekend. Uh, On Saturday. So you can go, I think, to AMC.com. I'm actually reading this on Entertainment Weekly's website. But uh, Miami, L.A., Atlanta, Chicago, New Orleans, Baltimore, D.C., Detroit, St. Louis, Philly, New York, Dallas, Oakland, and Charlotte. You can look it up. If you're around this weekend, Saturday, February 18th, if you haven't seen Hidden Figures or if you want to see it a bunch of times like my ass, Mm -hmm. then go ahead and watch it for free, get you some popcorn or whatever, because that's about the price of a movie ticket. That's the price of a Blu-ray shit. Yes,
3: I would also recommend reading the book if you can at all because... It just provides, you know, extra insight and all this. You know, the the movies are always, you know, dressed up a little bit to make white people feel better. So the book tells a little bit. Yes, you know, white people don't want to feel like they're totally irredeemable. So, so you got to dress it up a little bit. That's
2: how you get the noms, actually, because white people be watching this like this. This is so so heartbreaking. Oh my god! And I would have just let them use the bathroom there wherever
3: they wanted to. I
2: would have asked her if she wanted cream with her coffee. I (laughs) would
3: not have poured out the coffee oh my god I would not have bought another pot that is so, so rude
2: I never liked Kirsten Dunst
1: <laughs> you no damn be- well oh. didn't know
3: white man knocked down that damn colored bathroom <laughs> fucking NASA but Hidden Figures also just uh, pulled past La La Land it's the highest grossing best fiction I I said, you bitches will. Are y'all just gonna keep on slaying?
2: They're just gonna keep on Beyonceing. I
3: love it. It makes me so happy. Now, if they actually manage to win Best Picture over La La Land, I'll be stunned.
2: They should. I haven't seen La La Land. Well, I think Moonlight should win.
3: But if 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 Moonlight or Hidden Figures wins, I'll be stunned. Actually, because white people acting like La La Land reinvented film, and it just
2: you know what get it. I'm going to watch it. Now, I don't know who's going to pay for me to watch it. <laughs> you should just go. But I want to see it just to feel 100% about the way that I feel.
3: Because
2: mm-hmm. um, I just don't believe. I. When I tell you I was sitting in that theater bawling. Yeah. Overhand figures. Me too. And, and you know how I am. It wasn't even like... Plenty of these other movies that get these awards or these nominations where you got to mutilate Negroes in these goddamn films yeah. and rape them and whiff their asses for white people to be like, encore! It wasn't like that. It was still tragic and sad and fucked up, yeah. but it was so much cl- like... like People involved in this movie are still alive. Their kids are still alive. This shit just happened. Right. And And how
3: many other stories like this do we not know? That's what I was thinking. Right. The movie's like, I never, all my black ass life, I never knew about this. How? So, yeah, we'll see. But La La Land, I mean, it's not, it's the thing about La La Land, it's not a story you've never seen before. It's nothing, there's nothing groundbreaking. Particularly about the movie, in my very humble opinion, I don't, and I cannot say the same for Hidden Figures or Moonlight,
2: or neither one. Neither of them. one,
3: because Moonlight also had me in the theater choking up like a little bitch.
2: Both of those movies were not only beautifully shot and well told and well written, but they were necessary. Yeah, like they needed to. I mean, happen. and
3: something fresh, something that we have not already seen. Right, is like, oh a story about two white people falling in love. It's, wow, amazing. Brand, you guys brand new
2: in hollywood no doubt of, <laughs> oh of, god, of all places no. <laughs> my god
3: with a love for jazz
2: <laughs> never heard of that in kitten heels
3: you're gonna go watch it i'm just, gonna watch just it watch just so, it. so i can just i don't so you can know for yourself exactly that you are correct
2: so when i judge them and cuss i right. know that i'm in my right yeah um
3: so go black girls knowing any code or anything like that. And it helps me to just stay organized, do everything I need to do. Cause you got to have a web presence. Okay. It's 2024. You got to have a web, pre- web presence. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let them know if you're in Crystal sent you.
0: All right, let's get back to the show. Want to make mom's day?
2: Um, Real monsters. Yes. <gasps> really. Yeah. Oh my god. That's where I was going. Really. I thought that that would be a cute name. Someone actually on our on Instagram said that I should call it um, what was it? Um, alternative shade. <laughs> <laughs> so Oh, I like that. That was, that was a cute name. <laughs> um, but I don't know. I'm gonna figure something. All oh, real monsters is funny You've to me though because I'm most of these out people for like are monstrous. Two years. I'm always gonna come up with something and then I'm gonna hate it and then I'm change it again. So it's never going to. You know what this is yeah. about. Who cares? Um. All right. So do we start with the Grammys? Let's just start with the Grammys because uh, I actually didn't watch them. So oh,
3: okay. Well, then why did I? I actually made the effort to watch the fucking I don't Grammys. Know what the
2: fuck? I don't even tell you I was watching. <laughs> I I, I put
3: him that. on the DVR. I said, I should watch. Cause this is my job. I'm going to have to talk mm, about this. No, I didn't. <laughs> I'm so mad.
2: I said, I guess it's my job, but I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I do what I want.
3: You're annoying. I don't
2: give a shit. <laughs> I did not partake. And okay. I'll tell you exactly why. Because I've watched enough Grammys and other award shows <laughs> at this point to know that they are horrible. They're overproduced and still terribly done. Okay. Um, it's all true. And they usually give awards to people who don't deserve them. And... I just didn't feel like being frustrated. I knew that Beyonce just put out Lemonade. I knew that it was nominated, and I didn't feel like having them aggravate the fuck out of me for not giving her her things. And lo and behold, that's what the fuck they did. I did, you know, I was fortunate enough to be uh, alongside Twitter because I was watching The Real Housewives of Atlanta, which was quite good. (laughs) <laughs>
3: Was it? I didn't watch it, so.
2: Real Housewives of Atlanta has been great this season. It but has. not as great as Married to Medicine. Now, if you That's haven't been watching to Mar- Married to Medicine, you need to change your life. You do. For the better. Because the great thing about Married to Medicine... It's excellent. Is that it's not as, like, widely popular as Real Housewives. And then most of these women have real careers that they busted their asses in school for many
3: years. There are three or four female doctors in, like, main cast roles on the show, which is nice.
2: And then the ones who aren't are married to doctors. And so, they. but then because it's not as popular to me, they... They're like, it's they're not obnoxious in the sense of like, you know, I don't think that they go about that show acting like they're celebrities. I think that that's how they actually are with each other yeah. in, you know, their life and stuff like that. And like Simone and Jackie be at lunch. Just, just cackling. Chick-fil-A
3: and salads. And in just their, their
2: white coat <laughs> or scrubs, scrubs or whatever, like. So let me tell you what this girl said. Yeah. You know, it but they are so funny. Yeah. And I cried so many times this season for real ass shit. Yeah.
3: And it's a balance of like mess, but then also real issues. And then just the people themselves are they still, you know, trying to front f- to f- to a large degree, like yeah. Toya
2: and her husband in, Absolutely.
3: That, in that palatial mansion yeah. that they had no business being
2: in. But her husband was like, okay, so the IRS told us what's good. Yes. No need And you're
3: going to have to go on a fucking... And the house they moved into is still big. And then Toya talk about... <laughs> I said, bitch,
2: this big-ass house? Toya talk about, I'm just worried that the kids are going to be concerned. I don't know if they're going to think it's too small. Them kids saw the front yard and were like, get me Yay. out of the car. I'm ready for more. <laughs> (laughs) Absolutely, yes. She
3: was all worried. I said, your kids are four and six. Four and six. They are not going to miss the old house, bitch. This house is still big. They are not moving it to a room.
2: You put them niggas in a broom closet, they'll (laughs) think it's a loft. They're children. They're tiny people.
3: Oh, girl. But yeah, Married to Medicine is really, really good.
2: So that's what I was doing with my Sunday. Now, I was on Twitter, um, and I saw at one point, literally every tweet was, Miss Tina, Miss Tina. So I was like, it's going down. time. (laughs) So I switched over just in time. Thank, you know, heavens. You were just
3: waiting on the bat signal from the internet. Because you knew it was going to be something.
2: You know what? I really, and you can ask Kia. She asked me if I was watching him. And I said, hell no. And she said, why? And I said, I know that it's going to be boring and it's going to get on my nerves. is going to give them five plus minutes of blessings. And the rest of it's going to be whack, in my opinion, and I don't feel like doing it. So I just happened to be on Twitter. I really had even wasn't even thinking about it. And I saw all of this Miss Tina, and I was just like, God knew to put me in the right place at the right time. The performance was golden. It was magical. It was feminine. It was womanhood. It was sisterhood. It was... Um, You know, it was Orisha's. It was, you know, it was sparkly. It was Mm -hmm. breathtaking when that bitch sat on that goddamn chair.
3: And leaned back.
2: I (laughs) literally screamed. (laughs) Oh, no. That is how I know. And I've said this before that Beyonce enjoys terrorizing us she does she likes to fuck with us because she knew full black ass well that all three of them just defying gravity on this last supper ass table was going to shock the (laughs) fuck out of us and blue ivy (laughs) sitting there grinning right (laughs) blue
3: ivy like oh i knew that was gonna gag y'all i saw it in rehearsal
2: (laughs) (laughs) yes girl i'm the one who built the chair (laughs)
3: Oh, uh, I saw but when she leaned back I, I knew she was going to do something that was going scare niggas mm-hmm. I knew she was going to do something to shock people because she has twins so when the chair went back I said there it is but then when the camera went over her you could see all the mechanics and stuff underneath mm-hmm. it that, that make the chair move so I said you know she's fine she's obviously not about to put herself or those kids in danger but you could see them fetus that's either her, the kids or her diaphragm they was kicking on that belly boy <laughs> like listen somebody's going to have to set us back up right
2: dress rehearsal was enough
3: <laughs> i'm not doing it with you again bsi
2: we are tired <laughs> there's only so much room in here my god
3: and yet not once did mama lose pitch or voice control you heard the mic feed. You you, I did, you know I heard the mic.
2: A singer-singer.
3: A bitch is sound... I'm like, you hoes wish you could sound like this in the studio. You no, know you're wrong. After niggas role. done mixed and mastered Joe asses to death. And this bitch is live and pregnant with tw- two people growing inside this bitch. And she sound better than all of y'all. What happened? what happened What happened? What happened? Not one female singer out-sang Beyonce on that stage last night or at the Grammys with the exception of Cynthia Erivo. And that's because she is a bad bitch. Truth just period and she just has it but beyonce is pregnant with twins
2: two people so
3: once again y'all can make and so, going back to Carlos Santana and his dumbass remarks about a singer-singer versus an Who are, entertainer. What are you talking about? You can say that about Adele all you want to. And I love Adele. I feel like she's incredibly talented. But Adele be struggling to find a pitch on a lot of these live shows. And Beyonce just does not have that problem. She just does
2: not. She doesn't. That doesn't happen.
3: Not to mention, I'm certain you have just never heard Beyonce actually sing. Probably not. If you haven't listened to Beyonce since four, then you just probably have no idea what her voice truly sounds like. But you're just wrong. And you sound dumb.
2: You know, I'll just say that a rich tone and, like, volume don't just make you a sing-singer. I think there are lots of people who can, like, belt a really strong note out and fill a stadium. Mm-hmm. And, of course, that is a testament to your singing ability. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't just make you a singer-singer or definitely not a better singer than anybody it else. Doesn't. If you just wanted to hear some people hollering, you could listen to B-Day. She already <laughs> gave you that.
3: Yes. You can go there. I love it.
2: And it's one of her greatest.
3: I mean, club music is club music. You know, there's fun. There's a time and place for every Thing.
2: But, but some of the best singers in come that on, room come on. still can't play the game that Beyoncé can. They just
3: can't.
2: And is still not the greatest singer alive.
3: Of course not.
2: So, But she's definitely the greatest
3: entertainer, the greatest performer, and she is those things because she's the best artist. Overall, in all these categories, we're looking at singing and dancing and artistry and the ability to put things together and and create new visuals and push the boundaries of, like, genres and all this other shit. And nobody out there is touching Beyoncé. None of them. None of them.
2: And they know this. She
3: is the artist. And they know. And they're pissed.
2: When she performed one of my tweets, you could probably go back and find it. One of my tweets was just the word the. (laughs) Like, because... The, like she's just the. She
3: is, right. So, she can't even argue about it. Like, bitch, it's Beyonce. What are you talking about?
2: (laughs) Everybody who was shitting themselves talking about these Coachella tickets were like, well, I guess I'm still going because
3: <laughs> she's... I guess I'm just going to watch her waddle out on stage and sit around a bunch of flowers and
2: sing because... By that point, they'll probably Great. be dancing. She won't. But I'll probably be able to see the yeah. twins hitting a hot eight count. Yeah. So I don't know what's going to really be going on, but...
3: Y'all really tried to argue with me when I told y'all she was going to be at Coachella sitting down somewhere. Twins! Those are two babies.
2: I don't doubt that she would do that. I think it would be sickening if she didn't go and still collected her check. But I think that people think about Beyonce, they want that whole... They want her coming out of the ceiling and mm-hmm. they want that whole pop Stomping my Stomping down the
3: stage and some pumps and all that. And I just don't think it's happening for y'all.
2: But if you want to act like Beyonce isn't the artist that can sit down and sing her ass off, then I don't know. Like entertaining the idea that Beyonce just can't sing and singing isn't.
3: Right. Just singing is up. just
2: not enough. That's I, I can't do that. If that is not if you want to see more than that, I mm-hmm. get it. But to think that Beyonce can't deliver a show-stopping performance, she was like, "Oh, let me let me show you what I what Mm-mm. I have this been doing."
3: That shit was so good. I could. It took me a second to figure out which parts were taped in advance and which parts were like being done live on stage.
2: I was about to say she didn't need to scare me with no damn chair. I was terrified when I realized <laughs> that that wasn't her at first. Like I was like, "Right?" When she switched, <laughs> and then she, I was you like, scary, b- bitch!" Like what the fuck? Me too.
3: And it's crazy to me how her belly seemed. It looks like it's. Three different, like from the maternity she, picture she put out and then whatever was in the hologram Beyonce, like whenever she took those pictures and then actually being on stage, it looked like her belly had grown Yeah. in all three of those moments. So I know she was just like...
2: Well, you heard that, Blue, like she said, the reason she announced this is because Blue was at school telling everybody. <laughs> I heard it. that. So she was like she's been known for a while. Blue
3: I mean, went to school and was like, well, girls, guess what? <laughs> everybody gather around. <laughs> it's story time.
2: I'm saying this once. And I'm saying this one time only. Um, I know that most of you probably cannot stand me because I'm perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I'm perfect. I'm a legend. Um, I'm the child of I legends. <laughs> um, and everything that I do is perfect and better than y'all. Uh, well, I just wanted to let you know that if you thought about catching your breath, you um, and hoping to keep up, uh, it's over for you. Mm-hmm. Go back to the drawing board and really just, just stop trying because the second coming, it's on its way in just a few months. Uh, there will be two more of me uh, on the way. I just thought you should... I should be the first person that you hear this mm-hmm. from. It's it's really over for you. Yeah. It's over for your siblings. It's really over for your parents. So, mm-hmm.
3: I just thought I should be the one to let you guys know because you're going to need to prepare yourselves emotionally for what's about to take place. So just there's a storm is coming. I thought you girls might want to gather your raincoats and your umbrellas, and your galoshes and things because yes. The twins are coming, so. And I know them teachers were like, my God. I yeah. know they ran to the bat phone. Like, somebody called. Yeah. Somebody called Beyonce right now and tell her she got to run damage control because Do it's something. about to get out. She's telling.
2: <laughs> She's t-
3: <laughs> this one is just too snot.
2: Teacher's like, Blue, I don't know if you should. I've held this in long enough. Know your place? I am not finished. Thanks very much over there. So, as oh, we were saying, good. it's back to things as normal. Um, all of the crayons come to me first. I will be reserving the blue as well as the actually all shades of blue. Yeah. They're all reserved for me. I'm just going to be keeping the reds, the yellows, and the beiges and browns um, just in case for the twins. In fact, just if you have a crayon, leave it with me.
3: Just turn that over.
2: Um, and we'll figure out which ones the twins want first and whatever is left. Yum. I guess you guys can have that. I can't promise you you'll get anything, um, but this is just the way things go. Mm-hmm.
3: This is just me sending a message to you. Okay.
2: All right, lunch anyone? <laughs> so yeah, I mean that, that was pretty hilarious. Much,
3: I bet I bet that rumor is true. I could see it happening.
2: I could see it being true too. Like I could totally believe that she went to the school. and was just like, look, <laughs> it's going. It's down. happening. Like, so. so Get prepared. Did you see when she bum rushed James Corden when he was doing that shit? Oh, is yeah. that his name, James? James Corden, yeah. But She run ran up on that damn stage where he was sitting in that little shit with uh Jennifer Lopez and she was all fucking excited in her pink prints yeah. out there and was just like, hey girls. It so. was a
3: little fake carpool karaoke. Yeah. And when he when he went to Jennifer for carpool karaoke, I said, That is the shade. Because yeah. James Corden can sing. I don't know if you know yeah. that. Yeah, I know he that can. That white man sings. Yes, he does. And for you to go to Jennifer lopez of all the vocalists in this building i said y'all re, y'all trying to embarrass her we're
2: at the Grammys. There <laughs> there's here.
3: so many people here and who I can just, carry a tune what are you doing i don't know what's going on blue ivy say that whole bit though. She did. <laughs> blue least, ivy went up there and was like why would y'all pick this song nobody knows the words to accept the chorus and even then only like four words of the chorus i was like
2: blue came up and was like so you've you've had better
3: mm. yeah. <laughs> I just came over here because this was really about to flop and the I secondhand just, embarrassment was too much.
2: just don't need, I don't think like anybody needs to see this. this and if you go back and watch
3: it, the look on all the adults' faces when they realize she's there, they all like lit up. Yeah. Faith Hill looked like she wanted to pick her
2: up. And she had this little, Blue had this little face too, like, what is this? Like, she had this <laughs> like, I'm here now, What's girl. What's over here? <laughs>
3: Nobody told me there was a car.
2: Um, <laughs>
3: Bitch, I want to take a picture in the car.
2: And th- did you see the clip? Like, on Snapchat, where he went over to her to talk to her. Yeah,
3: and she was like, not touching.
2: She was just like, oh, yeah, I've heard of you before, or, you know, whatever. And he went to, like, shake her hand, and she looked into his palm. <laughs> and was like, nope. No, I
3: don't. Mm-mm. None of that. I watch you on my iPad. But you
2: are on my iPad. Yeah, I'm with iPad, you, and you're so... pretty great. And, and sat pretty... her ass down. <laughs> I
3: mean, and, and if Blue Ivy told me, I watch you on my iPad, that would be better than a handshake.
2: That would have been a week's worth of hugs. <laughs>
3: I don't need That feels like a blessing all but I'm sure he walked away from that feeling refreshed. Yeah. I bet he felt brand new. Yeah. Like, this is great. She did the same thing to Nick Jonas. He came and got in her face and she was just like Hello. Now Justin Bieber I know, but you who who is? Did you see her react to Bruno Mars?
2: No. James Corden was like,
3: you know, that after the end of the carpool Karaoke thing, he was like, "Coming to the stage, Bruno Mars," and she turned around like, "What?" Oh yeah, (laughs) nigga, Bruno Mars. She's
2: so cute.
3: Oh man.
2: So. Adorable. Many of you are very clearly upset because Beyonce should have gotten an album of the year. She should not get an album of the year. Adele won an album of the year. I'm just, I know, <laughs> I saw so many tweets like, The Read is gonna be lit this week. No, it's not. I'm not. I'm not mad. I'm not mad If it wasn't Beyonce, I'm glad it was Adele. If nothing, first of all, her album was great. I love Adele. I think she's super talented. But. Past that, she went up there and did exactly what she who shall not be named should have done when she took another Icon's thing. <laughs>
3: That's right. <laughs> I cannot. She, and I thought the way, honestly, I thought the way Adele handled that whole situation was pretty gracefully. Because I know you didn't watch the show, but she did not have a good night.
2: Yeah, know I heard. I it did It was hear. bad.
3: Her George...
2: Michael Michael
3: tribute which everybody said was just way too melancholy I like the slowed down depressed song but she was not own pitch yeah. and so she had been feeling a ways i guess anyway and mm-hmm. i guess she was just like just the emotion of all of it she thanked all of the producers and all that and then she was like but i just cannot it was almost like she broke down in tears again she was like i can't do this no
2: she was absolutely like breaking down when she mentioned that <laughs> beyonce should have won the award beyonce is
3: the artist of my life
2: of my life and then she went to like the you know the area where the press area yeah. to go talk after you went and stuff, and she like let down went this on. whole timeline of when she was twelve or thirteen or something, eleven. and she first heard eleven. She first heard no, 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 and how it felt, and blah, 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 and all this stuff. Like we've all known that Beyonce was a stand. I mean that Adele was a Beyonce. She stand. is, and we've known this for for many years. It She's was just, president
3: of the UK Hive. Truly, clearly has been since she was eleven.
2: Truly, like <laughs> when the United Beehive Nations get together. And sit down. <laughs> Adele Adele's will be the representative the British seat.
3: from the United So <laughs> Adele Atkins present accounted for right here. Yes. I
2: wasn't um, mad
3: because because she lost to Adele, or that's not the reason that I didn't feel the way. It was more like this is exactly what I expect out of the Grammy Awards. Yeah. I don't expect them to actually reward a black woman who continues to to push the boundaries of what y'all thought she could do or should be able to do. Like, I'm not surprised that somebody who executed this amazing vision and told a great story with Lemonade and included all these different genres of music and just, it's like she continues to outdo herself and y'all keep acting like she isn't who she is but Beyonce has 22 Grammys she will be just fine she's talked all the time about how winning is not everything and although I'm sure she knows she deserves that award it's not gonna make or break her to not get that award Right. but I do see the Grammys being you know the grimy shady motherfuckers that they are I see it because as somebody who actually did suffer through that show it would have been total garbage if not for the black people who performed it would have been absolute trash so for y'all to have us here to make your actual broadcast good but then give all your awards to white people and not to mention the way they did Rihanna it was just like you know I guess I I just, I wasn't mad. I wasn't surprised. It was just like, this is this is how the Grammys are. This is how they do. Of course, they weren't going to give Beyonce that. You can't tell me Beyonce didn't deserve album of the year for any reason when Taylor Swift has two and none of her music is even as good as four, not to mention self-titled or Lemonade. So just, I just cut
2: the shit. I could sit here all day and talk about why that album deserved to win. I mean, after, oh, oh really? let's pick it up.
3: Yeah, let's do it.
2: Hello, the read. Oh, it's Dalton now. Mm. Well, let's look at the caller ID. Yeah, bad bitch. do want you, <laughs> you to have a call back again. So stupid. Um, you know the thing about it after she didn't get the award for the self-titled album, or yeah, I just—it's not that she pushes herself; she pushes everybody. Like, who was? taking the risky balls enough to just be like i'm gonna just drop this whole ass album girl and here you go right. and there's a whole video for each and every one i spend my coin now you can buy it or you can't but i'm going on tour next week so right. see you there or not see you there Who else
3: even has that ability? Who else can do that?
2: Everybody's trying now. She said, like, visual albums and surprise albums and the whole idea that a visual or a a song is better digested when it is presented first with a visual and all that stuff. She's not the first person to ever do this. But she, with the magnitude of the person that she is, and putting all of that stuff into her music, like, and... She really has set a blueprint and guidelines of how to release music, how to create art, how to present it and all all of that shit and we it's apparent it's not secret it's not somebody she's not even underrated like everybody knows this the winner spent her whole (laughs) ass time saying my god this album was great so what
3: the fuck else does Beyonce have to do
2: (laughs) at this point you just gotta look at the Grammys like the regular schmegular degular ass bitch bullshit that it is you know when you're younger when I was a kid anyway I thought the Grammys was like Mount Olympus like that's where all of the artists went to go and get their blessings and be like, (laughs) adorned, you are a great musician
1: here. And
2: it's not that at all. It's Mm -hmm. just business and shady antics and using people to get viewers and and make money and then not giving them the shit back that they deserved. So (sighs) I'm not upset about it, obviously, Beyonce, but we know who... Right. one album of the year and at the end of the day at least it's not an artist that one that I hate mm-hmm. <laughs> because I like Adele so if it was a few other people I would have been triple pissed and thank you for also mentioning Rihanna because I hear work and it's like the first time I heard I still like that song yeah, I'm not tired of it yet Right. so I said goodbye on like week two. I don't know <laughs> That one went over a couple people's heads, but we're just gonna move on. We've spent too much time on this topic.
3: Well, if you don't go back and watch anything else, you have to watch Bruno Mars tribute to Prince because it was amazing. I'm sad that I'm you just not.
2: It. I don't feature her. I'm sorry. And what? I, just, I don't. I don't see it. I don't. Are you kidding me? I, do I
3: love Bruno Mars not so much.
2: See and i don't care what nobody says oh my God. he's super talented it was so
3: good though
2: he's so talented he's got an amazing voice and he makes great music i'll never deny his music his album is great oh you know what i'm saying he's a great performer i just don't like any of that jeromey rome ass <laughs> bullshit that he does i don't like it every album he comes out is some new take on like Old black music. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's like Frankie Lyman, Sammy Davis Jr. And now it's like... And it's like, like,
3: just kind of barely updated. It's not... It still sounds a lot like the old stuff, which is why it appeals to my old ass. I right. Like it. it sounds great. And he great. doesn't deny where he gets the music from. He doesn't deny who he works with. That's why I'm cool with him... And and the music that he puts out because he doesn't try to act like he discovered this sound and he don't know who Teddy Riley is or nothing else. Like
2: I don't have a problem with him making the music. The music is good. I enjoy it and I don't have a problem with him. I just don't buy it. Like, it just seems like he's mm-hmm. putting on a costume I see. and being like, ha, watch out there now. Look at my chain. <laughs> huh, don't touch me. Too hot. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's just. I don't... So then
3: don't watch the performance of That's How I Like It. Watch the Prince tribute because they're separate. And it's really, I'm telling you, it's fucking good. I
2: will watch the Prince tribute. It is fucking good. But I good. can't watch none of that, you know, Versace and That's Mogue.
3: fine. <laughs> like, when he tours, we won't go together. Man. I can
2: listen to the music because I listen to the album all the time. I like it. I just can't watch it. It's too much. And it just sounds a fool. Oh, okay. Anyway, so do we even do the rest? Okay, so What's let's that? just try and breeze through it.
3: Oh, you mean the rest of the topics. I'm like, you didn't even watch the damn Grammys. What you
2: um, mean? Um... Okay, so uh, Queen Latifah is apparently working on a show with Fox, that's not Star, um, with Holly Carter. It's called The Scroll. And it is a Bible-themed drama that will apparently tell modern-day stories of some of the most popular occurrences in the Bible with modern-day versions of many people from the Bible and so on and so forth. <laughs> um This has got the Christian community in a bit of a, you know, a divide. Some people seem to be excited to see what it's going to look like. And lots of people, I saw many comments on the Insta blogs from people (laughs) saying, you know, this is horrible. We don't need to mock God, and how long are we going to disrespect the Lord on what? TV and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, shut your ass Shut up. Shut your ass I was like, up. Is
3: this, how is this mocking God? I'm- the show ain't even out yet.
2: Has it even been greenlit? <laughs> what
3: are y'all talking about? You ain't even watched it. What People, the fuck? You know. You know how the internet does, though.
2: So let's not watch any show with a gay couple or character in it because that is just not of God. Let's not watch any faith-based oh show because that is not of God. So let's just continue to watch Power and Being Mary Jane and anything else with some raw fucking on it because that's, <laughs> because that's perfect, that's right? Right. Shut your asses up. Man. I only brought that up to say that, actually. Yeah. I'm just, I'm so tired of like the average Insta blog comments or some of these motherfuckers are dumb as dirt. And I don't know if y'all just like, if it's just entertaining for you to be messy in these comments because you're at work and you ain't got nothing better to do because I'm not going to act like I've never done that. Right. But at the same time, it's like, you could at least like think, you know, like why would you put yourself in a position to be called stupid because you look and sound stupid. <laughs> I saw another story about Queen Latifah saying the hardest role that the hardest role for her to play was uh, set it off because she played a gay character and everybody was like, how the fuck you gonna die? I'm like, did you oh, read Lord. what she said? Because basically, from what I read, she said it was hard for her because she has younger siblings and she had to tell them, look, I'm about to go be playing a lesbian and some kids at school might fuck with you because of it, but I think this is gonna do some good. That's why it was hard for her because yes. people were gonna fuck with her family for playing a gay person. Not like
3: the idea of kissing a woman and <laughs> just stroking her me. up and down
2: her legs. It, if you would have read it, bitch, you would know that. But you
3: know, niggas don't do that. Niggas react off of headlines and these bloggers and websites know that too. That's why they write the most ridiculous headlines they can to get you to click they shit. Like
2: And that's look And
3: as long as it works,
2: then why stop doing it? They're making the coin. They are. y'all are the ones looking crazy on taking advantage of your dumb banging it out all day that's right (laughs) I saw another topic when I was looking for stuff and I think it was about that Fifth Harmony girl who left or whatever and she was like explaining why or whatever nobody wants to hear and the first comment I saw said somebody tell me what she said I don't feel like reading that I said bitch Now, do you know that by the time you hit post or or send or whatever, that you could have read it yourself?
3: Did you really want somebody to send you a comment with with a summary?
2: (laughs) Do you not realize that it would take much longer for you to type this comment? Wait, assuming anyone actually answers you? Right. And then have them type what you would have just read anyway? Damn dumb.
3: Bitch, you are typing this from your cell phone. Not only is somebody giving you, like, a link to to read the story, you could just exit right on out this app and open up Chrome or Safari. You had
2: to scroll past the story to post the comment. <laughs> Damn. You could have
3: found out what you wanted to know in all this time, but you're just dumb.
2: <sighs> okay. um, So I don't usually talk about Kylie Jenner on here, but I think you'll enjoy oh, this story. Well, uh... um, So apparently... Kylie Jenner was working on uh, trademarking, uh, I guess, her name for the use in in clothes entertainment or something like that. She
3: hasn't done that already?
2: I don't know. Hmm. But she apparently won't.
3: Well, huh.
2: Because she, (laughs) she was having a trademark feud, I guess you would call it. Over the name Kylie in relation to advertising, entertainment, and personal appearances. Oh, the
3: name Kylie, not yes. Kylie Jenner. No, oh, just
2: Kylie. Bitch, you're not. Because the... I think that her like makeup is like you know lips by Kylie or whatever, and so none other than Kylie Minogue. okay hey, man, was the one to say. That's right. Actually, no, girl. no little girl. <laughs> No, no,
3: sweetheart.
2: Nuh-uh. Mm-mm. No, uh uh. No. She already owns Kylie Minogue, darling. Lucky the Kylie Minogue musical. She owns Kylie Minogue. Uh, she's owned Kylie.com since 1996. Kylie Minogue's that was smart. career is older than Kylie Jenner. I'll say that one more time. Kylie Minogue has been a performing artist with that name. Longer than Kylie Jenner has been on Earth. So for
3: <laughs> so for this little girl to turn around and be like, I, I want to use it. It's mine.
2: So Kylie actually said, you won't. And the judge said, I agree. <laughs> so I heard that she's trying you to right, like...
3: This is good news.
2: Look, I got to take a... That do, me right Why the out. hell else would I talk about that? Journalism? I was wondering. The nerve. Like, oh
3: God, if she got quick dread or something, I don't want to know. Quick Fuck.
2: dread. They
3: probably exist. I'm sure they do. And if they do, um, I would not put it past that bitch to get them.
2: They put quick dreads on that nigga front on The Walking Dead. Why don't she just
3: trademark Kylie Jenner, which is her fucking name? I don't know. Kylie is an extremely common name.
2: I don't know.
3: Bitch, who do you think you are? What?
2: A part of a family that pretty much gets whatever the fuck they want and is made to feel like they could just do whatever the fuck they want to. do. not this time, little girl. (laughs) Kylie Jenner. Kylie Minogue said, not only have I been white longer than you... (laughs) I've been Kylie longer than you.
3: Trust me, sis. I can out white woman you.
2: And I live for Kylie Minogue, so this this really made. I was like, beautiful piece of news. I will be mentioning that. (laughs) That that was almost a. It was well over a week ago. Um. So there's that. Maxwell pissed off Negroes. After he tweeted, hashtag black, blue, red, white, beige history with an American flag, niggas were like, uh, what? what?" Then he posted a photo of Lena Horne with a quote that says, including everyone in Black History Month is beneficial to all of us because not all of us look a typical black.
3: What? A typical, a typical Oh, my God. Is this, I feel shut out as a light-skinned man?
2: First of all, leave <laughs> Lena Horne out of this. Because Lena Horne probably would be the first one to disagree don't with whatever this. it is that you're trying to do here right now. Why
3: don't you be like, this not my name, child. Not my name.
2: So, someone on Twitter that I actually, I'm sure that I follow, uh, said to him, this is, why this is why your last album went triple paperclip. Because the Ancestor's not playing that kumbaya bullshit. Fuck out of here. And then it looks like he DM'd her. And said, check the numbers, bitch.
3: I'm sorry. That's not funny.
2: It was a little funny. <laughs> Look at it. I mean...
3: I mean, y'all can't feel like you could talk to these celebrities any old kind of way and they not go talk crazy back.
2: Like, but, bitch, at the same time, what the fuck are you why over would here you ta- talking it? about? That's the
3: only thing I don't understand.
2: What are you talking about, though? Like, first of all... I mean, no,
3: he's totally in the wrong. Like, you you nothing nothing that he's talking about makes any fucking sense we could start with this whole shades of the rainbow history and american flag and light skin lives matter and all this like girl what are you talking about i'm genuinely puzzled by that
2: but so, do you feel like your last album didn't sell enough? Or Negroes haven't I been supporting you the way that they did when you had a mega fro? And so now it's like, well, fuck all that. I'm just for everybody because you know, white people let me sing at their Bad Misfits. Bad myth was
3: <laughs> Look at you. Didn't know what the party was called. <laughs>
2: I don't know what this was about, but that was just dumb, Maxwell. And so yeah. far from wings being pretty.
3: Right. I mean, it's confusing coming from Maxwell. And then the follow up post about Lena Horn and. Like, what? Like, not look. The typical blacks this have. When in black American history have we not had light skinned or black people of so many different shades? When has that not been the case? What are you talking about? What is a typical black Maxwell?
2: I don't know if that's something that she said or who said it because it was put in quotations, but I
3: no no, I I just I know Lena Horn did not say that. I know in my heart of hearts. Who,
2: who regardless of who said it, leave her out of it <laughs> and shut your mouth? <laughs> Read that damn magazine, girl.
3: <laughs> oh, I hate you.
2: <laughs> so apparently, TV One bought the rights to make a Bobby Christina movie.
3: Oh,
2: no, uh, Vivica not, Fox and Demetria McKinney will be playing the roles Ooh. of Sissy and Whitney Houston, respectively. I hate them.
3: Oh, what? I hate them. I'm st- I'm actually stunned. Vivica Fox is playing Sissy Houston. Demetria, let me make sure that's exactly who I think it is.
2: Demetria, find us some beats, McKinney. Oh no, Roger Bob
3: McKinney. No, are you serious? Whitney
2: Houston on TV One.
3: I'm thinking Demetria. Who do I know? Name
2: Roger Bob.
3: That bitch off a. the one who wants Roger Bob to marry her so bad and he won't do it.
2: Candy, let's you go see Fun Funny <laughs> Studios Meets <laughs> That Demetri. Oh, T
3: V one. Now listen, they must have spent all this money. They must have spent the bulk of the budget on acquiring the rights. Because if you cast <laughs> Vivica Fox and Demetri, I know you not. ain't got no money left.
2: Because with them motherfuckers that that Bobby, Christina, and Whitney rest their holes left rest their souls left behind. I'm sure. Listen. I did it not mean that. It
1: happens, happens to
2: every once.
1: Up. I am
2: a good person, <laughs> <laughs> okay. and I would not call. I would never disrespect anybody. Like that. Huh? You you would not
3: disrespect Whitney.
2: Remove like that. that from your mind. I don't want to see no tweets. Because <laughs> <laughs> so I would never.
3: You could not mini black these niggas. <laughs>
2: I don't feel like they wouldn't sell the rights to these motherfuckers for, a, you know, a $20, $20 in like a, a pack of Newports, honestly, because yeah. just, they just, they, they ain't shit. Bobby Christina, I mean, is, how long has she been in the ground?
3: I think a couple years, maybe. If that long, maybe. I really don't know.
2: Leave them. A loan.
0: Like, why?
2: They suffered. Her especially. Wasn't
3: her whole short life about how terrible fame is and the effects of, like, having parents who are drug addicted in different ways and just how, like, her short life looked to be fairly miserable and she died tragically. Why can't we just let that little girl rest?
2: And here come these thirsty ass blacks doing anything they can to capitalize off of that. Yeah. Disgusting.
3: Actually, Bibica
2: was already on my trash ass list
3: for that for that, for show. that gay
2: shit that she did with them g string wearing ass niggas on whatever network that that bullshit comes on. But this,
3: see, but who sold the story? Was it sissy?
2: Who? who I don't know TV who has the rights. And hmm. The literal, I don't know who has I think, I the rights to sell it.
3: Hmm. Which would be, I just don't know about that. But it's that's just, why she's
2: going through her own shit see, right now with her nephew. You
3: got to... Just let these people, just leave it alone, man. Leave it alone. Bobby Christina had a rough time of it while she was here. And and bring all that back up for what? For what?
2: I'd rather watch the Aaliyah movie. Do
3: we even need and a movie about somebody who just that. passed away? Like, it wasn't even that long ago.
2: She just passed.
3: And Bobby Christina herself was not the star. It was all about her mama. So, so like, why? why
2: invade gross? She
3: avoided the mess. Uh, like, she, oh, you know what? I just don't. I can't.
2: Nick Cannon says that he believes uh, the whole Mariah Carey reality show and relationship stuff uh, was all fake. He says, first of all, I think the whole reality show is fake. I'm a producer. You can have, I'm a producer. You can't have a well lit private conversation. That shit doesn't happen. I don't buy none of that shit. So I'm here to tell Nick Cannon (laughs) that we are well aware that a lot of it was fake and we don't care because Mariah is fun.
3: We know what, that reality shows are fake, Nick. Surprise! You really pulled up the curtain on that one.
2: Um, <laughs> and he, shit,
3: Mariah's private calls might be that well lit because I know that bitch has invested a lot of money in her lights.
2: Mariah makes lighting happen. Like, <laughs> she does. Mariah probably goes outside, and if the lighting is not right, like God, he'll, she'll just pray and be like, "So God, <laughs> if like, I could just get, if we could just make the sun just." like 15% down, brighter Bring it down just a taste <laughs> for me god um Nick Cannon apparently is also going through some shit with NBC he had a stand-up special uh called Nick Cannon stand up don't shoot
3: well, I hope it's canceled, because that's a terrible name.
2: <laughs> Premiered on Showtime on Friday.
3: Did, was it good? I didn't watch it. Okay, of course you did not.
2: But... Um, what an...
3: Uh, the name It keeps me from wanting to look at it at all.
2: I didn't hear about it until today, but... Uh, that's something that happened. Okay. And during the, sh- the stand-up show, he made a joke about, I guess, losing his black card uh, after being a host uh, of America's Got Talent. Uh, I guess they asked him to, you know, I don't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh,
3: whatever. Nick tangent.
2: <laughs> he probably had to be there. I don't know what the joke <laughs> was.
3: I'm like, so you lost your black card. That sounds right.
2: Um, But uh, he then heard from NBC and America's Got Talent that he could be in breach of contract for implying that they did whatever to his brand and blah, blah, blah. So he has since resigned from America's Got Talent because mm. I guess that's his way of saying, suck my balls. I do what I want. Black power. And um, I'm hearing that they didn't see it coming and they actually didn't want for him to leave. And I think America's America's Got Talent comes back next month and they have not found a new host Yikes. or are started looking for a new host yet, so
3: Hmm. Well, I can't blame him for being like, y'all not gonna tell me what the fuck I can say. I agree. I mean, and NBC is the same network that let Donald Trump be on air for years and years and yep. years. So I'm yep. not surprised that they also felt like, uh, who who told that monkey he could go out <laughs> and say that we hurt his black ass career in any way? Mm-mm. Send the lawyers. Draft a memo. He won't be. Yeah. So good for good for Nick Cannon and his horrible beauty store supply turbans that he be wearing on uh, saying no. Now. Not me. I- I
2: remembered after making fun of the turbans that he has lupus. I don't know if lupus does anything to your hair. I think it does. But I used to be like, why the fuck is he always in here dressed like Secret Squirrel or Morocco or somebody? And then it's like, they're like... Maybe a week or two later, he was in the hospital oh, yes. for a lupus complication. So I was like, that's probably mm-hmm. why he wears that. Because he still wears
3: them. Yo, no, he does. And so. they, But I just feel like, you know, there are wraps. There are lots of head wraps out there that are really cute. They come in solids and prints, lots yeah. of colors. You could do a lot. And there's different ways to tie them. Like, you could do something. Or even a do-rag would be better than them turbans. That's They're what really look he wants to go for. I mean, or call Tyler Perry because you know he got some lace for Anyway, Almost. so we're gonna move on. <laughs> <You> could... <laughs> um
2: last but not is this last? Mm-hmm. Oh, Soldier Boy pretending to be uh, a dad. Or he posted a photo of an ultrasound saying that he has a baby on the way. And someone went on Google and found the exact same ultrasound picture and posted it. Wow. So I'm putting Soldier Boy on my sick and shut in list next to Kiki Palmer, Azalea Banks, mm-hmm. um, Kaye. And so it's others. like something's
3: really wrong. Yeah. What Why else? would you do this? For
2: what the fuck else would you do
3: that Maybe for? he's still looking for reasons to get out of the duel in Dubai.
2: <laughs> just say, I no longer want to do this.
3: <laughs> just
2: no, do thank like you. Nick Cannon. I would not like to I'm not it
3: coming anymore. back. I'm so sorry. I just won't be there. It's canceled.
2: Also, that little badass white girl from Dr. Phil tried to thought she was going to be selling some $65 hoodies and shit out here that say cash me outside. Um, The problem with that is that one of these hoodies or some of these uh, items, you know Champion, right? The Mm -hmm. sports sportswear or whatever line? Mm -hmm. The C in Champion is the same C that she's using in cash me outside and her stuff. you dumb bitch. So the new C stands for (laughs) cease. And desist. Because that, <laughs> that is exactly know, Chippy, what Hanes Brand said. Mm. Hansbrand Brand Inc. said, well, she um, looks a
3: little familiar.
2: <laughs> if you don't cease and desist, the only place we're cashing you is in court. <laughs> so.
3: You would want to stop this right now. And any sales you have, you can go on and give that to just us. Just go
2: ahead and cough it up. You
3: could just go ahead because the pitch, that's our design.
2: How about that? Hmm. Um, (laughs)
3: that little girl's annoying
2: she's so aggravating and it's just another like she reminds me of that raggedy ass heffa who wore that trash ass toddler made dress to the grammys oh, that said yeah. make america great again or whatever i was like look at this desperation mm-hmm. for rent money yep. any possible way you can get it and i said the worst part about it is they're gonna get it they're going to get it that same half i ended up i think someone just tweeted me and said she got like the number one album on google play or something like that because mm-hmm. of course she That's, knew yeah, the white
3: racists are gonna buy it so, and it had Trump on the back of it on top. I of saw
2: that. it. And it's like the worst part about that to me was the dress was ugly. ugly. You couldn't even get a sickening it Trump dress. Ugly. You had to get one just as ugly as that, bitch. Mm-hmm. You, Raggedy Heffa. I don't know your name and I don't care. Yeah, I had never heard of you before. And I promise you I won't talk about you again. I how hope are, to never hear about you.
3: How are you a less famous croissant, Michelle? <laughs> At least she wore <laughs> At a Bastiat skirt. Paid. At least she was assed. Who are you? Has he even? Oh God, no! The Trump administration has gone through so much shit <laughs> over the past few days. Oh, it's looking real bad
2: for your girl. Not only are they going <laughs> through it, they're pissed that we're laughing at their asses. And I got to hear somebody tell Piers Morgan to fuck off yes. on national television. And, and, and J.K. Rowling drug his ass after that shit his afterwards ass. too. Oh, so it was good. <laughs> like I said, at the very least, continuing to publicly hate that bitch and all of his little friends. Steam. Their goddamn broccoli. So oh, it does. I'll but take this that. This Russia shit.
3: This Russia shit ain't going nowhere. It's not. It's not going nowhere. This
2: is a joke.
3: Like it. And the fact is that we all saw this. Like we saw this. I've been waiting on this. We saw this coming.
2: Has it been a
3: month? It has not. It has but... not. <laughs> It has not been one month you got niggas resigning. What is happening over
2: here? Not knowing how to turn the damn lights on and all kinds of bullshit. The president
3: already been in court twice.
2: (laughs) And every time he speaks or one of his reps speak, it's like a baby (laughs) shitting all over themselves and just having a tantrum and like...
3: Nobody knows what's going on over there. At 3 p.m. everything's fine. General Flynn is great. At 7 p.m. the nigga is fired. What's happening? What? Kellyanne not allowed to go back on TV. <laughs> and the president tweeting about Ivanka's clothes and shit.
2: Right. Going I'm back so to Miami for the
3: third weekend in a row when he complained about President Obama golfing too much. Nigga, you have gone to what you keep calling the Winter White House, and I wish you would stop. Three weekends in a row, and you have only had the job, what, four weekends? Maybe? <laughs> What are you doing? Three weekends. You just don't, you're not going to be here, huh? Like, you really think President is a nine to five Monday through Friday?
2: <laughs> if the planet makes it into the next few generations, Woo! this is going to be the greatest comedy ever. Like, <sighs> I don't know who Warner Brothers, 20th century, I don't know hilarious. what studio is going to make this film, <sighs> but I need you to know it doesn't need to be a serious biopic. This is the greatest is comedy. comedy. Like, this shit, once. Once we've moved forward and we can heal, like, and we're not in the midst of the right. shit, it is going to be a funny movie. I can't yes. wait. God willing, I'm old and gray, right. and I get to see it in theaters. I'm gonna be laughing with.
3: <laughs> if the Lord allows me to live through this administration, right? If I, I laugh make it, at the movie they make about this,
2: because this is up. You
3: read the headlines, and it's literally like twice a day something new comes in where you're like holy fuck.
2: I can't keep up like I honestly had to take days where I'm just like I'm not, I'm not reading anything. Right like I can't okay, do it. Because not only are they it's like they're so absurd that you like I laugh but then I'm like this is this I
1: really live right.
2: here <laughs> like they make decisions that affect me every yeah. single day like the motherfucking Betsy Betsy D- Dev Dev <laughs> Devry, whatever the fuck her life <laughs> Devos. She can't even get into schools because they're telling her, Look, she we all got scared. together and told you you can't come inside. So get your ass out. You're not allowed to come in like they're blocking her from entering schools in DC, I'm reading, and all kinds yeah. of shit. Like she's scared.
3: To she's actually terrified walk past people protesting her. Did you see that cartoon?
2: No. What cartoon? Some cartoon?
3: This really conservative cartoonist. You know the painting of Ruby Bridges.
2: Mm-hmm. The
3: Norman Walkwell painting when she's being escorted into school by mm-hmm. these officers, whomever, the CIA or whatever. He drew one of Betsy DeVos walking as if she is Ruby Bridges. <laughs> and somebody has spray painted conservative on the wall instead of nigger. And she is being surrounded. Here, just look at it. He... He drew this as if there was anything at all comparable to this scary, stupid, entitled bitch trying to walk into a public school and not being brave enough to do it. And a six-year-old little black girl who had to walk past grown-ass white women calling her a nigger and saying that they wanted all white schools for their children. Are you fucking serious?
2: I don't know what people think.
3: I just, I can't. I, I can't I can't even... Everything about this is is hilarious. I'm sorry. I think I have to just even I have to check out of it.
2: Betsy looks like an index toe because
3: because I'll lose my mind if I just am swimming in the news nonstop but when i when I take my once a day scroll through all the news sites and everything, I am just cackling. It is just
2: it's rough. Some of the headlines y'all's like president the is a they say fucking are fucking so, idiot. Absurd, and they would be funny if I lived somewhere far away with a happy life and Wi-Fi and juice. Yeah, some place
3: <laughs> like, that had nothing to do with America.
2: Right, they would just be so much funnier. But it's just like, because
3: we're about to be fucked. I read a, a, an article that said international travel sites have seen an eight percent to nine percent decline in people searching for trips to America. That's very fucking bad for <laughs> cities that depend on tourist dollars. Mexico is talking about. Not... Well, oh, they've been re listen. Don't let Mexico stop selling us avocados. <laughs> We're about to be fucked. Like,
2: are you stupid? stupid bitch do you really feel like you can just wave your dick around and, and like just say basically everybody else can suck it but Russia and, and nobody and, was going to say nothing and everybody's just supposed to be like okay cool america let's just still keep supporting you Girl, and bitch. import export what I,
3: uh, Mm-mm. no we're not just going to keep our regular trade laws going we're not just going to keep up with business as usual we're actually about to punish the fuck out of america so
2: that's it for ah uh, Oh, real monsters. This week, shade and full, whatever you want to call it. Let's take a break. We've been here for five days, and we'll be right back.
0: Want to make mom's day? Get to your Nordstrom Rack now and score amazing deals for Mother's Day, which is Sunday, May 12th. Find tons of gifts from only $30 at Nordstrom Rack. Fragrance, jewelry, luxury bags, activewear, beauty, and more. Save on Kate Spade, New York, Stuart Weitzman, and Ted Baker, London. Great brands, great prices. So shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and treat mom to the good stuff from just $30.
1: Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Indulge yourself with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the gang on How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons are now streaming on Hulu. Then you can move to Modern Family, Schitt's Creek, and My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits, streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Now we're talking.
2: All right, so it's time for the listener letters.
3: It sure is. Send your questions to askserita@gmail.com, and there's one here for you about the magicians, but it says only if you're caught up on the most recent episode. I'm not. Next. Okay, so never mind. Let's see. Mm. So here's a question from she calls herself Hidden Figure. She says, Dear Kid Fury and Crystal, My boyfriend and I have been together for almost a year now. I'm 19 and he's 22. Okay. I go to school for half the semester and work the other half as part of my program and he just works. We live in different states. Economically, we come from two totally different backgrounds because I'm blessed to have my parents always support me and more. And now I'm working at a company that's paying me a lot more than him because, frankly, I'm amazing at what I do. And the tech industry is just where the money's at. Mm
2: -hmm. I
3: honestly don't really mind having to pay for things because I know that I'm the more financially secure one. Pat
2: yourself (laughs) on the back.
3: Okay, This is only 19, okay? Doing big things. That's right. (laughs) But it has also not even been a year, and my mom often warns me that I shouldn't get caught up with people who aren't on my level, especially when I'm not even out of college yet and Uh-oh. already have big companies looking at me. Whoa. The thing is, my boyfriend works hard and he isn't lazy he just doesn't he just might not be able to have a girlfriend financially speaking, <laughs> 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 so I'm wondering when does spending more money on your boyfriend, especially when he doesn't really spend that much on you, become unwise. Damn. Or am I just thinking about this too much? I am only 19 after all. Love you both, and I listen to you all the time. Sincerely, Hidden Figure. You're adorable.
1: Well. Well.
2: Well. Yeah. Um, Well, your mama. (laughs) That was funny. Your mama is in your head. I think that, you know, being that you are 19... It depends on how it, it depends on if and how or if uh words it, it depends on if and how it affects your relationship. There you go. Damn. Now, if the problem with Nick is that, you know, men can be insecure in situations like that, mm-hmm. um, understandably. And if you start to feel the effects of that, then I would definitely say get your ass out of there because that is just not. You do not want to deal with an insecure nigga, especially mm. if he's insecure about your successes. Right. You want a nigga to be like absolutely champion, clapping his hands for you all of the time, while also securing his individual bag. Right. You know <laughs> the the couple that. The couple that there's a saying there. The the couple that banks together, prays
3: together, stays together.
2: No, I'm talking Um, about cash, talking about money. Okay, Jesus too, but I'll figure it out. The couple that banks together,
3: spanks together.
2: Mm. <laughs> That's not where kinky. I was going, but maybe. <laughs> no, the point I guess I'm trying to make is just you. Sh- what you are doing is great, and it definitely should be commended. And you know, be individual, start your shit, get your cash, do all of that. Encourage them to do the same thing. I don't necessarily think you need to break up with them just because you're making more money than him and definitely not just because your mama's saying that. Now your mama obviously wants better for you, and your mama been here, right. so she already <laughs> she knows she what I'm talking about in terms of these niggas, and not you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Because you probably, I can't say because I don't know him, but, you know, if you are a bit older, I would say you should probably go out and find you a guy who is on the same wave as you right now. But you're both young. Give him time. He's only 22. Right. See where things go. But if he start to, you know, roll his eyes or suck his teeth because you want to (laughs) go, you know what I'm saying, to Cheesecake Factory instead of Friday's. And you were willing to pay. The extra but, $20. Right. <laughs> I just wanted Buffalo Blasts. And I understand, you know, I just don't feel like that. I got it. It's okay. Oh, you always want that bougie shit. All right. You know what? We've got to talk.
3: <laughs> right. It's and dewy pasta. I just wanted it. Right, just, what
2: is the problem? Just this one, just tonight. <laughs> it's just, just a thing
3: that I like. I mean, nobody wants to feel like they're paying for everything in a relationship or that, you know, their boo never really has the budget for anything but if you if you genuinely want to spend the money and you have it to spend which apparently you do your mama's money or not you balling so if that's how you feel about it then there's nothing really wrong with it i would caution you against like You know, buying this nigga new sneakers every time they come out, and flying him wherever, and like not being like super lavish. But if you're paying for movie tickets and stuff like that, or putting gas in his car every now and then, or something like that, I just I feel like you're really young and you probably shouldn't be this stressed out over something like this in this relationship. Like you're going, the longer you live, the more you learn that. You might think you have things figured out and then life will knock you right on your ass. And so truth. As long as your your boyfriend is working, so he's a step ahead of the rest of these niggas. Hell. <laughs> oh. So as long as he actually has like a plan
2: ambition
3: ambition right and not even just you know I want to do this 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 like everybody has dreams but like saying I'm going to so you know these are the dreams I have and to get started I'm going to do this one thing like even if it's just going back to school or getting an internship or starting a blog whatever it is as long as he's working towards something then I don't really see the issue especially if he's Same. working a real job in conjunction with that like you, you you're you so young there's a long way to go in life so long <laughs> You got to give people time to to grow. If you're happy and, and things are good, then I would just say let things be good. Your mama probably feels like this nigga ain't really doing shit with his life. And she might be right about that. I really don't know. But your she probably. Your mom's always sees... going to want
2: you to marry the president. Like, <laughs> it doesn't matter. She's probably
3: like, this boy is not doing enough for my daughter. Right. My daughter's in college and he isn't. And that might, it might be something that simple mm-hmm. where your mother is maybe not being totally reasonable about it. But as long as you, you know, as long as you're happy, things are good, you don't really need her money, you just taking it, that sort of thing, then, you know, have fun with your man. Just
2: don't put any ple- pressure.
3: Don't co sign nothing for him. Yeah, just. Don't, you don't, don't make foolish decisions about right. money with this boy like don't and don't give him anything you don't have to spend like don't don't put yourself into debt for a nigga and
2: plus you're 19 and 22 so money really shouldn't even be that big of an issue in your relationship anyway like y'all niggas should just be going to the mall and possibly the beach well they live in different
3: around. states so I imagine they don't see each other that All right, often I forgot about that so, part
2: but still that- even more. Then you definitely need to be spending up. Right. I just chill.
3: Y'all better get on the Amtrak.
2: Hello. <laughs>
3: and go spend the day in the city and take your ass right back That's home right. on the China bus.
2: Peter Pan.
3: Because <laughs> she's right there, girl. Right there. You Every
2: single day. <laughs> all day long.
3: Okay. So our next question. Mm,
2: this one is kind of sad. Oh, Jesus. Do we have to?
3: Well. Hmm.
2: Does someone need us?
3: You know, I feel like this is a type. of well you know what oh, let's Jesus. do sad enough. okay here is a question from
2: Madonna's Jay. new black children Jay
3: I'm so sorry okay Jay who says my friends and I are working on starting a podcast we released our first episode and shared it with some of our friends many of them thought it was fun and some had opinions that were a lot more harsh Of course, we knew what we were getting into when we started the show, but some of these views can be tough to swallow. My questions are, how did you guys learn to process the initial reactions people had to your podcast? What was the hardest opinion you received? Did you find any of these opinions to be constructive? And if so, how did you integrate those changes into the content? We are avid listeners, so we are eager to hear your response. Thanks, Jay. So.
2: I don't give a fuck about
3: I think this is an interesting question because a lot of you have started podcasts and and email us about advice. And I feel like we don't really have any because we are so lazy. But this is a much more distinct question. Like, how do you deal with people who are giving you feedback and maybe it's not totally positive or maybe some of it is mean, maybe some of it hurts your feelings? You know, have you ever received feedback from somebody that was like negative, but it ended up being constructive? You have
2: to have tough skin, period, if you're going to put yourself out there like that. You just do. I think that even before podcasting, I was blogging. I was on YouTube with my big ass head and doing whatever the fuck else. So I've heard people have positive, negative, indifferent, whatever kind of opinions about me. Years ago, yes, it used to affect me a little bit more than it does now. Now I genuinely don't care. So, and that's not just like negative. It's positive too. I don't, like, I appreciate Positive opinions, negative opinions, criticisms, Mm -hmm. and all that stuff. But all I can do is just try and put out the best... Product that I can and be the best me that I can and go with my gut or my faith in what I think is, you know, going to be entertaining or fun for people and that type of thing. But, you know, we come in here sometimes and we know there are things that people want us to talk about and we just decide we ain't going to for whatever reason. And we tell you that we're not going to. (laughs) So we do what we want to do. And I think that that's a part of what makes this show great is that we don't feel the pressure to make it be the way that, you know, a pocket, the right. way that people think a podcast should sound and be on here like, Hey guys, welcome to the read this week. Still on today's, like, it's not like high school, <laughs> it's just a conversation nigga so we don't right? you know what I'm saying like imagine if you were at work in the lunch room talking to your homegirl or your homeboy and somebody else came in and was like the way that you guys speak to each other is very vulgar Are you looking at them and be like bitch I don't give a I wasn't even talking to you like <laughs> I don't know yeah so, I don't know that's an
3: interesting way of putting it <laughs> (laughs) I
2: really don't know. I get that people's opinion and their criticism is important and that it should Mm -hmm. be considered. And I do try and... If there's something that I know you guys enjoy more, we'll try and do it more. If there's something that we know that y'all just hate very much, then maybe we'll try and change things up and, and do new things and fresh things or whatever. But as far as like conforming to people's ideas or criticism, what they like, what they don't like. If we were to do that, this show would be different every week.
3: And and ain't nobody got time for that.
2: Nobody, so.
3: (laughs) Like, I think, I don't know who originally said this, but they say, you got to give the people what you want to give them, not what they think they want. Exactly. Because what they want is what you give them. If If you start letting them tell you what the content should be, then it's no longer what they came for in the first place. Right. So I think a lot of it is finding the balance between Listening to criticisms um, and then figuring out which ones are constructive uh, versus which ones should be ignored. And then if they are constructive, how to take those into account and make whatever adjustments you need to make. But that's like, that's a process you have to get to after a certain amount of time. Like when we first started this show, I was very sensitive about the things people would say about me. And now it's like... I don't know, girl. It's like I just could not give less of a fuck about anything. But, again, that's something that you have to balance with, like, the if, with all the positive comments people say, too. Like, you cannot let any positive feedback... Make you feel like, oh, you know, I'm great, I'm perfect. The show is popping, yeah. it's everything. Like, I you don't can't, need to do anything different. Right, you can't let it up. go to your head and make you feel like you could be totally lazy now and not do anything else, right. or, or start filling yourself in that way because public opinion will fucking kill you if you let it. Right, it really will. Pe- people start getting plastic surgeries and bleaching their skin and all kind of shit because of public Whew. opinion, and they never know. Name all to the stop. rappers. I'm just saying, like, this shit is it's real, and and it will. Happen happen to you creatively also if you allow every single comment positive or negative to make you feel a way about your work so even though it was difficult you kind of have to shut yourself off emotionally to that kind of feedback because you can't let it affect what you end up doing what you have to do is kind of look at it you have to kind of divorce you from it you have to look at it objectively like is what this person saying factual you know is, yeah. is this something i really need to work on or is this
2: person just hating on me or whatever right. other
3: words you it was like you kind of have and some to things are like just that.
2: like that's fair yeah and I'm just gonna keep doing right. what I was doing.
3: Th- I mean there are lots of things you could say about me and I'll be like I mean bitch you ain't lying yeah you're right <laughs> I mean, and it I'm is gonna what keep is. is that right? I mean but see you have to be able to acknowledge the things about yourself that aren't perfect. You can't be out here thinking that you are just right. You're not Beyonce girl. Come on now you can't be out here thinking you've never made a misstep.
2: Some stuff is just gonna be like whatever
3: you're doing is just everything like it's not yeah yeah you're not always gonna be right on everything. Every episode is not going to be great. Everything you say is not going to be totally accurate all the time. Whatever ways there are to fuck up, you will fuck up.
2: Keep in mind, that putting yourself out there to the internet like that, you're gonna, like, every insecure that, inse- every, every every insecurity that you have about yourself, somebody's going to address it at some point. Yeah. Especially if you end up having any sort of successful program, podcast, show, whatever. Somebody is gonna say something about you that you've always been insecure about, or they're gonna mention something about you that you don't like, you're gonna hear mm-hmm. things about you that aren't you're not aren't gonna like, even if you're the nicest person in the world. Your show could be the best podcast ever, it could be the reason that so many people, you know, changed their lives or right. left a horrible relationship or whatever. You could be the nicest person in the world, and somebody's gonna say horrible, horrible things about you, whether they're true or not. And so, you just have to be prepared to handle that in a mature and productive way. And once you can do that, I guess the rest of it is easy. Yeah. This to me is for like, we do this. For us, to me. Yeah. And it just so happens that people enjoy it. And so now there's a responsibility of making sure that people continue to enjoy it. But I'm not going to, you know, break my spine trying (laughs) to please everybody. It's impossible.
3: Right. It's just not... It's not worth it. And all you're going to do is wear yourself out trying to twist yourself in all these different directions for people. You cannot please everybody. Right. It is physically impossible. So you might as well do your best at whatever it is you're doing. Take, you know, take people's words for what they are. You know, develop a spirit of discernment about that sort of thing. But just, you know, anything creative, it might sting a little bit when you get feedback about it that isn't necessarily positive. Like, if you was doing a podcast all about facts and figures and scientific data and things that nobody could argue with, then that would be one thing. But if you talk about people still argue with you. <laughs> I mean, look at mean, But bitch, if I have facts, <laughs> look. I'm just saying. I know it can be hard to put yourself out there creatively or artistically, but you know, it's it's just a matter of of developing that thick skin. And if your friends if your
2: friends are giving you like kind of rough criticism then you better get practice now because honey there are plenty of these places where you'll upload or promote anything motherfuckers log on there just oh, to bitch. be me your sound like, call comments <laughs> youtube comments mm-hmm. like instagram comments mm-hmm. like people get Tweets, on there just
3: to talk about of you
2: stuff.
3: all right well good luck to you and your show
0: <laughs> send your questions to com and we'll be back
2: Okay, we're back, and now it is time for the read. I will just go ahead, I guess. I don't even know how long this is going to take me or what the fuck I'm about to say, but hopefully it will be very quick. Okay. Um, so, the other day, Migos.
3: Oh, my God. How did I forget about that?
2: I don't know who was interviewing them. Uh... It was a radio interview somewhere. I can't remember where. But basically someone asked them uh, about uh, the rapper I Love Mm McConan, who recently came out as gay. And I guess how they felt about it or how they felt about people supporting him after he came out. And their response to it was, oh, we feel that it's not right or the world is fucked up. And that basically him coming out, it undermines his credibility because he rapped about selling Molly and that type of thing. So of course that was not a great look for them and their their iOS release says, their press release says, we've always been about being original and staying true, stay true to yourself, goes a long way. We're all fans of Maconan's music, and we wish he didn't feel like he ever had to hide himself. We feel the world is fucked up, that people feel like they have to hide, and we're asked to comment on someone's sexuality. We have no problem with anyone's sexual preference. We love all people gay or straight, and we apologize if we offended anyone. So I don't know who actually wrote this. Mm-hmm. Um, if it was, like, a parent or an assistant or a publicist, probably, but I just don't feel like any of the three of them had anything to do with this Mm -hmm. being actually like I don't know whose notes app this is from, but it's not Quavo, Offset, or Takeoff. Mm -hmm. No, it's not. I just I don't believe it. So this actually I was depressed this day because I'm just tired of artists that first of all, I'm tired of artists that I publicly enjoy coming forward and being dumb asses so that y'all can gleefully tell me about it for weeks because all day it was look at your faves are they canceled i'm like do you, are you do you like get some sort of joy out of telling me that somebody that i really enjoy just said some really horrible thing because i think that that's what y'all like to do so i'm just going to dial it back when it comes to talking about people that i like so y'all leave me alone but um, more than that, I was just kind of disappointed that another group of people that I really enjoy and I listen to their new album all of the time and all that type of shit I had to say something fucking stupid.
1: Right.
2: Um, I, first of all, for you to think that because, Because he came out as gay, it undermines his credibility because he rapped about, you know, the drug life or being a drug dealer. Like, there's so many ways I could go with that. First of all, many, if not most popular rappers today are rapping about bullshit. Whether it's selling drugs, going to jail, who they sleep with, what kind of car they drive, what jewelry is theirs, how much money they have, who they dated. Like, most of the shit that niggas say in raps isn't true, and we don't care anymore. Like, so, I don't know what that is about past that if you really think that gay people don't sell drugs or trap or do any of the fucking shit that you do i just don't know a fantasy life that you live in unfortunately too many of y'all think that there's two types of gay dl and super fag and that's just not the world that we live in Mm -hmm. i think that y'all think that if someone isn't Like, feminine and, you know, wearing neon colors and sparkly things and whatever the fuck that they're just on the DL. Like, that's just the only type of gay or something, and it isn't. There's nothing wrong with that type of gay, but you all continuously ignore the fact that many gay men look and act and walk and do the same things that your motherfucking asses do. Whether they're in the closet or not. So I don't know why we continuously like just phase over this entire group of people, but. It was just something that didn't need to be said. It was so ignorant and it didn't even feel like, like, I don't need for you to tell me how much you support whoever does what and you support and y'all love everybody because that's what everybody says when they say some ignorant shit. I don't have to, like, that doesn't even make me feel like you hate gay people or you don't like gay people. It tells me that you're ignorant and that you seem to think that because this guy is gay, that he never sold Molly. I don't give a fuck whether or not he sold Molly. I don't buy Molly. And I never believe that nigga sold Molly to begin. Like, I don't even care. I don't understand why y'all think that that shit is cool in the first fucking place. Like... I'm just, the whole glorifying drugs and drug culture and stuff is one of those things in rap that I just hear and I let it go. You know what I'm saying? Because the beat is what the beat is. But I'm not going to sit up here and be like, yeah, fuck that nigga. You never sold drugs. Who cares? Like, bitch, I don't give a fuck what that nigga sold or didn't sell. Why do you have to say this shit all of the time? And then like the same time, either that day or maybe the next day, next few days, this whole black gay slay thing was happening on Twitter. And so then I'm seeing tweet after tweet. People are sending me other motherfuckers tweets. People are retweeting shit from all of these ankh wearing ho tap ass niggas that don't even know that Africa is not a country. And so <laughs> they're all day long talking about how homosexuality and, you know, femininity is, you know, it's the gay agenda is trying to tear down the black men and, and stop them and and weaken them from the enemy. And they're being sent. The white man is sending the, the black men into a world where they're trying to uh, feminize them and, How are we supposed to fight and blah, 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 and all of this shit. And I'm just like, y'all niggas are so fucking boring. We don't care about being gay as much as y'all do. We don't care as much as y'all do. So talk to someone. Whether it's about the feelings that you may not want to talk about or acknowledge. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: Maybe you've got a couple of feelings about the same sex that you want to address. Or maybe you're just a horrible straight person. But either way, that doesn't have anything to do with us. And until Mm -hmm. we get to a point, this is why, or this is what I was really going to talk about in the majority of that DL video that I'm never going to do. This is the reason why niggas are on the DL now. Because you put them in a position where it's like, if you ain't this type of gay, then you are basically completely ignored. Right. But if you on the DL, you're giving everybody AIDS and you're a demon. It's like, you can't win for losing. There's nowhere for you to go or nothing for you to do. Then that ends up trickling its way into the gay community. And then we're homophobic to one another. And it's just all dumb and it's pointless. But... Mm. Many of the niggas that y'all chat with, be sitting in the studio with, many of the niggas that y'all got playing shirts and skins with you, spotting you in the gym and all that type of stuff are gay as the day is long. Mm -hmm. And whether they're in the closet or they aren't, there are men that Exist within the community that are just themselves, but all I can guess I can say is that really you need to just mind your own motherfucking business at the end of the day and worry about you and just respect the fact that there are all kinds of people. Like, you didn't have to make a comment on that nigga's sexuality at all, you don't have to worry about what the fuck it is that gay people are doing. Femininity in the man in the black men is. <sighs> Like, do you really think that gay men or DMN or are trying to, you know, infiltrate the, the dreams of the black man to sissify all of them and and weaken our own race so that when the next war comes and white men are running down the hill, that we'll all be voguing and we'll just have no preparation and we'll just all be murdered? Like, you think that white people or whoever the enemy actually is, sees. The difference between a gay feminine nigga and an allegedly straight masculine nigga like where is the logic behind this why can't niggas just mind their business and worry about their own motherfucking self and then you wonder why i get up on here all the time and get frustrated with people who are always disrespecting us or taking our shit. I don't remember what episode of Married Medicine I watched, but one of the husbands on that show said throwing shade. And I know he wasn't gay. He could never, he wasn't Darren. So I don't know. Like, it was one of the other ones. And I was just like, look at this man who's got to have at least touched 50 by now mm. saying throwing shade. And I'm sure that he's just heard it because all of these women have some sort of gay who does their hair or makeup or buys them their shoes or whatever who say it. And so they hear it from him and they say it all the time and so now he's saying it yet we still got to be fighting for respect and for our lives and all this type of shit every fucking day you got to hear some bullshit like that You got motherfuckers trying to take our phrases and take our style and then shit on us at the exact same time. And I'm just fed up. I'm tired of having to, like, fight and argue and yell at people over whack shit that you don't even need to be talking about. Like, you really want to try and pick a fight with gay people right now when we're in the country and the state that we're in right now. Like, if never before, now should be the time where it should just be like, I ain't even thinking about or worried about that. Because and two sneezes, this nigga over in D.C. or the Winter White House or wherever the fuck (laughs) that bitch is at is coming to collect all of our heads. So, like, we're really going to sit here and comment on another person's sexuality or whatever. Like, And furthermore, feminine gay men are probably the baddest and the the most ready for war. Because these niggas are on, most of us are on some Sophia I- been fighting all my life i had to so i just don't know what it is i don't know what it's going to take for people to just be like you know what that's none of my business ain't got nothing to do with me i don't care about that and live your life why you always got to say it afterwards it's just like (laughs) did you see carlos santana his i can't call it an apology but it was like a response
3: yeah when he was like my comments were taken out of context how girl (laughs) The con- you said, Beyonce can't sing. You said she's not a singer, singer, a sing, singer. What are you talking about? What? How is
2: how is that out of contextually? What did we miss? What? Did,
3: right. Please tell us what happened. You didn't even tell us what happened to provide the context. You just said it. Okay. And
2: I've got all the I've got the utmost respect for her and all of this no, of stuff. No, you don't. So if you the did, came for that you would have never said that in the first place. Stop that. Mm-mm. Cut the shit out. Like I don't know what it's going to take because at the end of the day. I could go on a laundry list of reasons why gay people, gay men of color specifically, mm-hmm. are not only necessary, but we're ahead of the care ahead of the curve. We define so many things yeah. from music to fashion to like sociological events and happenings and thoughts, everything like Gay, black, and Latino men got our hands in everything and never get the respect, and hardly even complain. We've had to build avenues for ourselves and make ourselves feel like the shit for the longest time because everywhere you turn, somebody else will be ready to tell you that you ain't shit. Whether it's straight white men, gay white men, straight gay uh, women, and. Yeah. you know what i'm saying everybody black women it's always something yeah. black women will tell us oh well we can say whatever we want to or we can use why can't we say shade or, or it's the gag or blah blah blah, whatever y'all just trying to be like us anyway like you just practicing or trying to be like a black woman anyway and it's like that's that's not it at all femininity and masculinity exceed gender like it's not just yeah you know what I'm saying
3: but that requires a more nuanced understanding of gender and and most people just aren't there I'm
2: not requiring or asking you to be there I'm asking you to shut your whole ass and and mind your business and I just don't know what's hard about that because if you want to really get into it like as far as that whole thing I'm not even going to go there today I'll leave that in the chamber but
3: yeah, hammer don't hurt him (laughs)
2: Because if I want to really drop the mic now, I can. But I'm just going to save that for when somebody really tries it. All I will You're say...
3: you it's understandable.
2: ...is that it is tiring and it's annoying to have to wake up and hear about Muslim people being, you know, treated like shit just for being who they are and black people being treated like shit and killed for just being who they are and all of this other shit that is happening every single day all this evil happens every single day just because people are being who the fuck they are and then i gotta wake up every day and deal with this too and fight for those people and then see some of those same people be like oh well girl when this type of shit happens it's annoying it's frustrating and i'm okay Mm -hmm. with that because i know who i am and i stay my motherfucking ass at the house anyway so it is what it is but it's just frustrating all of the time to be buying people's albums or spending money on people and supporting Mm -hmm. people and yelling about how great these motherfuckers are and they don't give a fuck about what it is that you're going through especially when in two specks of dust's time these motherfuckers out here could come for your ass as quick as they will come for me maybe quicker so I just don't understand what what it is that you're missing. but
3: And you really love them niggas.
2: I do really enjoy Migos. So that really, that sucked. I mean, I'm not going to sit up here and act like I expected for them niggas to sit back here and be like, sexuality is a spectrum. And <laughs> and McConan, you know what? <laughs> Our heart goes out to him. And we yeah, really respect where he's coming from. Love to, you know, I just watched Paris is Burning the other day. I didn't expect anything but what i got it really sucks that many people still put clearly ignorant niggas in the position to say ignorant shit they knew them niggas were gonna say something fucking stupid and they did but you don't have to you know have mary jackson's intellect to say Right. No, I'm not going to talk about that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you don't have to be a hidden figures mama to say, no, thank you. What is the next question? Right. That's it. You don't have to be super intelligent to say, I'm going to mind my business today, Twitter. I just had half an orange and it was refreshing. What have you done today? <laughs> like, yeah. What's so difficult about that? I like minding my business.
3: It is. It's, it's a lovely feeling.
2: So. That was my very jagged way of getting through that.
3: I mean, but that's real.
2: I just have so many other things I really want to say that are way more aggressive well, than harsh. I mean you can. No. No No need to anger anyone
3: just going to express your disappointment
2: no I have real real thing not even just about Migos like widespread just everybody if I really wanted to just unfurl my genitalia and give it to y'all hardcore about why you should be bending down and kissing the fucking ground that we walk on I could do that Mm -hmm. I could talk about the contribution the con words oh yikes (laughs) I could talk about the contributions of the black gay all day long, but I won't. Okay. We've been here for almost two hours.
3: This is true. So.
2: So what are you gonna do? Well,
3: now? thank you for your read. I am going to talk about speaking of gays. I have a couple of really annoying white gays to talk about this week. My read. Shade.
2: <clears throat> oh, there's only that's only one gay. I forgot only one was a gay. It's just one gay. Get girl or something. You
3: yeah. know, <laughs> so, um.
2: <laughs> Stop talking to me about throwing shade. Woo,
3: I don't, so, I, I don't care, girl. I don't. Them white people can do whatever they want to They
2: can do whatever they want to. They're not copying huh. the read. Their show is older than the read is. Good for them. Congratulations. Have at it. I don't give a fuck. It
3: is what it about is, About either one of them. Huh, so, Thomas Flannery Jr. I know you do not know who this, who this sure person don't. is. Sure don't. He is an agent with AGI Viggiano, Vigliano Literary. He's also a writer. He is Milo Yiannopoulos' book agent. Milo, if you recall, is the conservative, self-described outright troll who sent all of his followers after Leslie Jones on Twitter and yes. started all of, all of that shit. He's yes. the tech editor at Breitbart, which is basically Donald Trump is glorious.com it's like it's sounds possibly like it. it's possibly one of the worst websites where you could try to get your news but anyway milo is a terrible person
2: sounds like is it is
3: basically what this is getting to and so this young man young thomas felt very compelled to speak out because since it was announced that he had this book deal, a lot of people have been angry. Roxane Gay, who is a writer that I'm sure you don't know, pulled... I know who Gay is. Really? Yes. Well, she pulled her book that she was having published with a, a Simon & Schuster imprint because his is also being published through a Simon & Schuster imprint. Well. So, right. She straight up was like, I'm just going to take the L on what the money I would have made on this book because I will not do it. I know, that's <laughs> right. So, you know, lots of people have been criticizing His agent, his, you know, the publishing imprint, everybody involved with it because Milo is a dreadful, Uh, awful person, Uh who also got a quarter million dollars for this book deal, which is astronomical for somebody's first book. And like but anyway, so young Tom Tom put up a letter, you know, like an open read to (sighs) Girls on Publishers Weekly. And said that he's proud of Milo and he believes in his core message that political correctness causes more harm than good. He's a fellow gay man and he's proud of Milo for saying things about gay culture that he's thought but never had the nerve to say before out loud. And it's his job to find great talent and we can't. The 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 bottom of the matter, you guys, is that the right to free speech is a cornerstone of this nation and it is the bedrock of our industry and people should be allowed to express themselves and all this other stuff. But don't worry, you guys. He's not he's not totally on Milo's side. You know he couldn't just it couldn't be all in praise of Or defense of Milo. He's like, I don't agree with everything this motherfucker says, but I'm the co-writer of transsexual icon Amanda Lepore's forthcoming memoir. And so I really don't like the things he said about the trans community. But when it comes down to it, I have no desire to silence his opinion. And if I disagree with him, then I just am going to debate with him about it because that's what people who care about intellectual thought are supposed to do. Wow. So... Wow. i mean and this goes on i mean this is it's honestly garbage it's from paragraph to paragraph so you pull you pull out your transfer oh, <laughs> yeah and used her to be like he can't be that bad because when I debate him with trans issues we disagree and that's my job as as a very smart person. Bitch do you know what the fuck you sound like? He also but the thing that he really said that, that made me say okay I need to cuss him out on this show is that Milo never made racist statements about Leslie Jones and never asked his Twitter followers to do so. Yes he made fun of Jones's appearance and that was unkind. <sighs> Girl, girl, girl. Now, Thomas, you know, Thomas wants y'all to know that he's gay. Milo's also that's part of Milo's appeal. He's gay. He's Jewish, but he's also very conservative, extremely racist, a horrible person. Milo has said and done a lot of really wretched things. All you have to do is Google this man. His resume of being Satan Jr. is right there. It's just the, the list goes on and on. For you, a person who is a literary agent, a person who has written his own book, a person who claims to be a purveyor of intellectual thought, a person who clearly understands the phrase words mean things. Somewhat, I mean, you're a fucking literary agent. If no one else understands that words mean things, it should damn sure be you, sir. For you to say that Milo... Never did anything racist or never made any racist statements about Leslie Jones, but made comments about her appearance that were unkind. Bitch, those are racist statements. Making fun of a black woman for being dark skinned, for having African features, saying that she looks like a dead gorilla. All the things that he said about Leslie Jones, the fact that he even posted about Leslie Jones on that site in the first place. The fact that he took glee in people being so horrible to this woman that she had a fucking mental breakdown right there on Twitter. For all of us to see, and was like, I just can't even do this site no more. Please, Twitter, somebody help. This is so unfair. Like, to see somebody so hurt by the things that he orchestrated, and for your gay ass to be like, Well, we should just let everybody have space to say the things they need to say, and we just don't have the right to curb anyone's opinion, and this is America and free speech, and da 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 da. Free speech does not. You can say whatever you want to. That is true. But like we have said so many times, it does not protect you from the consequences of what you say. No one is saying Milo Yiannopoulos should be jailed for the things he said. Although if it was up to me, he would be punched dead in the fucking face for every tweet anybody sent to Leslie Jones. Testy
2: one and testy two.
3: And if that means that his brains leak out of his ears by punch 33, then, you know. The, the, what the Lord said has been done.
2: Because i punch him in his balls. <laughs> it's what it is. For free. So,
3: but for you to, to, for you to just straight up be like, oh, well, I mean, he didn't say, he didn't make any racist statements about Leslie. He just made unkind comments about her appearances. Yes, unkind, racist comments about her appearances. And you flying in to save the day on your token homosexual cape is just so fucking tired, bitch. All you have to do is come out here and say, milo is crazy as shit girl we are gonna sell so many fucking books Period. white
2: gay men are some of the most racist motherfuckers on earth and right. we want to be real of frank course about it. and y'all bitches feel like you can be that way because you're gay and you feel like you know struggle shut the fuck up because i'll whoop your ass and i'll whoop all your asses simultaneous and you know that so run it i went to, go ahead
3: no you can feel free
2: i went and did an open mic like some months ago actually it was my first open mic and one of the one of the other comics that was there was a white gay man and his whole set was about black people and this black girl at work and he was like everybody i think one of his jokes was like um You can't refer to the black girl at work as the black girl. Like, you can't call them black. So I just say, oh, that girl that steals or something dumb like that. Nobody laughed. Nobody moved. Everybody was very clearly uncomfortable. And I sat looking him dead in his face like burp and I'll punch you in your fucking throat. And then he tried to come shake my hand out outside afterwards. And I walked right past her. Mm -mm. And I wanted to say, you're lucky that walking past you is all that I'm doing right now. They feel like they just can, can because look whatever, at me, I'm yeah. gay, and so I can get away with that. You won't get away with this motherfucking boot touching the, your motherfucking Adam's apple, queen. Yeah. That's what a you are A lot of get. white
3: gays think that they can't be prejudiced because they are oppressed in exactly one way. One. Girl, you literally have one strike against you as a white man, and if you sat up straight half the time, nobody would even know you were gay. And so... I don't even understand. Like, how are you turning... But but anyway, the point remains. Thomas, the only reason you can say that people like Milo should be able to say whatever they want to say and free speech is free speech is because you don't see the impact that it has on people who are not like you. You're a gay white man just like Milo is and although y'all might have differing opinions on what seems like maybe one or two issues, trans people being like... (laughs) Like you couldn't cite anything else that you disagree with him on. You couldn't you you didn't even have the balls to say what he said about Leslie Jones was racist. You don't really care about anything that affects the people who don't look like you or who are directly in your life. So as long as he's talking shit about Muslims or black people or fat people, all the different horrible things that Milo says about different people, it doesn't really matter to you or it's something that you secretly think is funny because you are also hateful in those ways. I've Absolutely. And being gay doesn't save you from that. And free speech doesn't mean Milo is entitled to a fucking quarter million dollar book deal. It means he's allowed to talk without going to jail that's it if the rest of us want to pull books from the publishing company if they want if they decide that they don't want to buy the book at all if they decide they're not fucking with you no more or whatever else those are consequences of the decision that you chose to make and you just didn't have to when all this shit came out even though you signed the deal because you knew he was an awful person so it wasn't like the backlash was a surprise to you it wasn't like oh my god i can't believe all this stuff about milo came out like this isn't This isn't new. This is if you've been paying any fucking attention. Just like that nigga on YouTube, that PewDiePie, PewDiePie, PewDiePie. PewDiePie just got her
2: ass dragged.
3: Yeah, just lost lost contracts with Disney and YouTube because of this Nazi shit, but of course Tumblr always has the receipts. Tumblr was like, bitch, here are eight times before now that Milo said something about Nazis or dressed up like Hitler or was watching Nazi videos in the video or something like that. Like, this isn't new. You were popping because of the hate. You, Thomas Flannery, signed this man because of the hate. So when the backlash came out, you had a decision to make whether you was going to publicly be like, okay, this is gross and we're going to drop it or we're going to sit up here and act like there is a pious, decent reason for having this man on the payroll there just isn't I'm so tired of y'all bullshitting us you should have got on this website and opened up wordpress and said do y'all have any idea how much money we about to make off this book the alt-right motherfuckers are finna buy this and 85% of them can't read at a fifth grade level we are about to be so rich I'm sorry that y'all are upset but money is money and the game's the game I could at least respect that. But you done sat here and wrote 10 whole paragraphs of how Milo is just suppressed by the liberals and, and nobody wants him to be able to talk. And that is just not the fucking case. Don't be goddamn obtuse about it. Admit that you don't care enough to cut business ties. Just say it. Just stand up in it because this is a lie and a mess and you a dumb bitch for it.
2: It's really all that it boils down to. I mean, down that down. is
3: just it. So, that wraps up this week's episode of The Read. Please follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Tumblr at This is the Read, And check us out at ThisIsTheRead.com. Let's see. Do we have any news this week?
2: We have a live anniversary show taking place in New York City. Not tomorrow, Friday, but next Friday. I believe this show, yes, this show is sold out. So if you don't have a ticket, tough. But... <laughs> Odds are you'll be able to find someone online who can no longer go, keep your ears to the streets, maybe look for some retweets and things like that. Maybe you'll get on the inside. Also, that day, we'll be having, here in the city, a pop-up shop. Um... Where is this? hmm. It is at 434
3: East 9th Street between First Avenue and Avenue A.
2: That is the address. (laughs) And it is there. Yes. On Saturday, February 25th from 12 p.m. to 5 p.m. Again, that's 434 East 9th Street. Right here in New York, New York. So if you want some Reed merch, you want to come out and see us, we'll be there. Destin's going to be there. Sante's going to be there. We'll be limited edition merch. Stuff that we don't have any more of or we haven't had for a while. Maybe stuff we've never had. So it'll be a wang ding doodle. I think it's down in the Union Square. I mean, shit, 9th City.
3: Street between 1st Avenue and Avenue A, that's down there with them. What is that the... I don't know what that area is called. Don't give me the line, so.
2: Bridge work. I don't know. I just made up a name. Whatever. So, there's that. So, yeah.
3: The pop-up shop next week. Come through. Those of you who have been asking about merch, that would be.
2: Oh, I'm sorry. The show is actually on February 25th, not the 24th. Mm -hmm. So, it's the same day. So, you can come out to the pop-up shop, and then the show will be directly after that, I suppose. Also, uh, starting March 24th, I will be going on tour again for Fury's Thoughts, my stand-up Yay! special. Excited. Yay! So, if you are in, I don't, look. You can go to Instagram.com slash Kid You can go to KidFury. You can go to KidFuryLive.com for tickets Atlanta, Dallas, LA, Houston, lots of places. All
3: over the country. Look at you. So, yay. If you want to come out and
2: see that, it's going to be a great time. Make sure you go and get tickets again. You can find the information on. Did you say uh, Houston? Yeah. I'm definitely
3: going to that show as Um, long as it works with my um, schedule. But look at you. I'm
2: starting in Atlanta on the 24th. So, yeah, come out. Have a great time. Lots of laughs and stuff. And, this so is going to be so, so
3: fun. Wow. Congratulations. Thanks. So I'm not going on tour, but I did just do an episode of a podcast called Guys We Fucked.
2: I'm familiar with that one. Are you? Yes, I am. I'm
3: surprised because you don't listen to podcasts.
2: I'm trying, but I definitely know that one.
3: And one of the girls I also said the exact same thing. She was like, I don't listen to podcasts. So, it's hard for me. Yeah. For some people, maybe. So I did an episode of their show. Go check it out uh, wherever you listen to podcasts. Um and thanks for having me on. Shout out to Mike Brown, your cousin, for hooking that up.
2: Oh, yes. For sure, for sure. Um, He's the best. And Anything
3: else? Are we done?
2: Uh, nope. I think that that's just about it. I said all that I needed to say. So the acronym for this week is going to be uh, S-Y-I-C.
3: S-Y-I-C. See you in court?
2: That's it. Ha <laughs> Yay! So I guess we'll see you there.
3: <laughs> Bye, y'all.
0: Want to make mom's day? Get to your Nordstrom Rack now and score amazing deals for Mother's Day, which is Sunday, May 12th. Find tons of gifts from only $30 at Nordstrom Rack. Fragrance, jewelry, luxury bags, activewear, beauty, and more.